planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Welcome back to Rabbit Noise on Rabbit Radio. My guest on the program now is the guitarist from one of the most loved and notorious black metal bands on the planet. We're about to tour here with Inquisition in January. It's Morgan Steinmeier from Marduk. How you going, man? Hello there. Everything is fine over here. We're just preparing for the storm to come, so to say. So everything ah. is great. Awesome, man. Yeah, well, uh, bring the storm here, that's for sure. So uh, you've been shredding with Marduk for almost 25 years now. What was it about the black metal genre that uh, drew you to it? I think we wanted to push the limits of the music at that time because the, the scene, if I should say so, was kind of mellow. And we wanted to push the limits when it comes to brutality and darkness and, and bring that back to music, you know. So that was the aim when we were back in the day. And it still is in one way, but, I mean, we come a, a bit on the way as well. Oh, definitely, man. And, uh, yeah, you do it so well. So, uh, you know, like many bands, even though, you know, you've had a few lineup changes over the years, what do you think it is that has kept you guys together? We have a, a burning ambition, an inner flame, and a desire to keep doing what we do. We believe in the power of what we do. So, therefore, I think it's a pleasure to do what we do. We're not one of those bands that have sit and wait for seven years to do an album because we have more inspiration. I mean, we're driven by inspiration, so it's the other way around. We have to, you know, keep down by releasing stuff because you can't do it too often. But I mean, I don't know. We just believe in what we do, and then I think everything else comes natural. How do you feel that, you know, the black metal scene has changed since you started? You know, because it's 25 years, you know, a lot of things have uh, seemed to have changed within the extreme genre, you know? But I mean, when we were started out, I mean, it wasn't really seen. I mean, you knew more or less all the bands. You you were writing with them and in contact with them one way or the other. But I mean, it's been such an explosion, so it's really hard to to compare it. But I mean, with that explosion, you also got a lot of shit. But uh, that's why how how I look upon it. I mean, ninety five percent is not worth it to be called black metal in my eyes. But I mean, I don't really care as long as we do what we do. That's what really matters to us. What else do you, uh, you know, apart from, you know, black metal, what else do you uh, class as your own personal influences? I don't know. I don't really get that much inspiration from other bands. When you were young, of course, you were a lot inspired by other bands. But as you grow confident in what you do, I mean, personally, I get inspiration from a lot of other things. I think most inspiration, as with anything you do, I would say, come from within, you know. Do you find that, you know, the writing process is easier these days than, than what it was back in the day? You know, with technology and things like that, you can just lay down your ideas? Yeah, for a lot of people it's probably easy, but I still record the same way I always do. I always have an old tape recorder where I record my riffs on, you know, so a lot of things haven't changed that much, but at least not for <laughs> me. But, I mean, we're a band that works very much. Everybody works with their ideas, then we get together in our rehearsal bunker and we'll let it, you know, take its form. But, I mean, of course things are probably easy with technology, but you still have to create the music, you know, so I don't know. I mean, for me it's about having a strong inspiration. That's the most important thing. 
because a lot of bands these days I'm finding, you know, you know, they'll live in different parts of countries or, you know, they'll send things to each other and they're not really jamming. They only jam when they sort of have to. So it's, it's good yeah. to hear that, you know, you guys are, uh, you know, still connecting in that way. Yeah, we do. We, we always rehearse and things like that, but we also live a bit apart. So we always, uh, some of our guys do their own demo recordings and we get back together with our ideas, you know, and, but then we put everything apart and, and rebuild it sometimes. And, you know, it's, every song is created in a different way. You know, your new album is due out next month and uh, all the reviews so far have been amazing. So, you know, what are you hoping that the fans will actually get out of uh, French Wine? I think they appreciate the power, brutality and the heaviness of the album. For me, it's uh, what everything a Marduk and everything a black metal album should be all about. You know, it's I don't know. Yeah, it, it, I just think it's overall a very strong album, and I never sit down and really compare with other albums we have done, but I mean, I, I say more or less say the same thing every time. It's strong, it's powerful, you know, but that's what we're aiming at, and that's our inspiration and the the energy that we try to unleash, you know, so I think it's a very strong album, and it shows the strength of Mardi Gear 2014-2015, you know, and I, of course I hope that our genuine and loyal supporters will will like the album, of course, but I mean, first of all, you always write to... I don't know if I should say satisfy yourself and do what comes from within. And then if it also kicks in for other people, it's it's great as well, you know. No, I think that's that's perfect, you know, because you, you do have to make yourself happy before you can make anyone else, you know yeah, what I mean? Because, you know, when bands tend to sort of write for the masses, sometimes it goes a bit pear-shaped, you know? Yeah, that's what happened back in the 80s with the old thrash and early death metal bands. All of them did, like three real great albums then when they got some kind of success they wanted to get even more success and mm. broaden their horizon usually it always turned to crap you know yeah. you should know where your you should know where your roots are in one way and stay stay loyal to that and still do what comes from within i think you know that it's a uh, that's the way it should be i think oh definitely man definitely well um you know you're going to be hitting the road down here in january with uh inquisition which you know it looks like it's going to be just one hell of a tour not to miss. Uh, you know, what have you got planned for us this time around? I mean, for us, it's about unleashing what we're all about, the, the blood, fire, death, the sense, you know, of the music, you know. That's the most important thing, to capture the feeling of, of what it's all about, you know, and then how it's taken its shape or form is different from time to time, but connect with the audience and become a unit, you know, create mm. the Iron Fist. Have you toured with uh, Inqu the Inquisition guys in the past? Yeah, we toured with them in the States uh, one and a half, two years ago. So we're familiar with them, and we met them once in a while being on the road, you know. So I think it's going to be a great package, you know. Well, what do you, what do you guys plan on doing uh, on between dates? Between dates, I think do the same thing, always be on the road, a lot of traveling, you know. And of course, we're going to try to see some things of Australia as well, I mean, and New Zealand and, and Japan when we're starting out the tour. So that's what I always try to do. I mean, we're there to do what we do, but of course, it's always great to get a bit... Uh, a bit of every country's culture, you know. And Australia is fantastic, so of course we look forward to be back there. Man, we, we can't wait for you to uh, get back down here too, because, you know, I I missed you guys last time, so this is going to be my first time seeing you guys. Then it's on, time. It, then more it's than time. well overdue. <laughs> well, um, man, you know, as I said, you know, uh, you know, we're looking forward to seeing you guys back down here and the new album, everything's, it looks like it's all up and up for you guys. So what's what's next for you guys after this? We start the tour with the album is more or less coming out 
like the day after the tour starts or something. So we're still going to play a selection of, of songs from the new album and try to get something in from every album. But I mean, overall right now, when the album's coming out, we're starting out the world tour in Australia, New Zealand, Japan, going home for a week or two. Then we're going to go out and do like a 30-date headlining tour in Europe, followed by another tour in Europe, which consists of 12 shows as a festival package. So February to April, we're probably doing 45 dates in Europe. And after that, we have a... It's going to be announced within a few days. We have a South American tour coming up, and then we're into May somewhere, and then we have a lot of summer festivals for Europe, the summer, and the, then we'll see if we go to the States after the, the summer over here or if whatever we do, but that's the plan so far. So there's a lot of shows coming up. And it sounds like 2015 is going to be your year for sure. Yes, we're going to be marching heavily across this world. Show them how it's done. We will. Awesome, man. Well, we're going to go to the track of Rope of Regret off uh, Frontschwein. Is that how you pronounce That's it? That's correct. And, hey. and Frontschwein is it's a term that began to be used during World War One for the front soldiers, of, mainly in Germany, of course. But, I mean, and then it was used during World War Two as well. And it's a term that, that most countries have. In Sweden, we have a word for it. It's called cannonfodder, for being the soldiers that always are, always are on the front, always doing the dirty job and taking the real shit, you know what I mean? So it's it's a it's a great title that really resembles the, the the spirit of the album, you know. And it also works very much for us as a band because we are the front shrines so of what we do. We're always being up on the front and always marching, you know. So it's a it's a genuine genuine reflection of both the theme of the album and what the band is all about. I love that title, man. And just you explaining that makes it even cooler. Great. Well, uh, yeah. Well, thanks for uh, chatting with us tonight, Morgan. And, Thank you. Uh, it was my pleasure. Yeah, we'll we'll see you uh, next month. Absolutely. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. 